Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Fat Podcast. I'm James. Oh, you couldn't make it. Like well, sound you know, like you know, you know what it was. Right? What you went like that with your hands? Like this yeah. Thing. What's up today? Well, you, a bit you, more high you, energy. You, if you full of energy. Hi there, you're listening to the Get oh, Fat how's Podcast. How's that any better? Just a bit more, a bit more to it, a bit more like that. <sighs> Hi there, you're listening to the Get Fat Podcast. My name is Johnny. And I'm James, and we still can't do intros. No, I'm knackered today. By the way, listener. I'm just tired. Why? Why do you think you might be tired? I think sometimes on a Monday I get a bit depressed because I do fuck all except <laughs> listen to the you podcast. Know going <laughs> yeah. All I do is edit the show and then like make salads and shit. I spent my day fucking on with a lettuce. Well, hang on, didn't you just eat like a large amount of pudding? Yeah, always nice that one. It? it was nice. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Anyway, um, if people are still listening in or subscribed after your Hitler episode. Yeah, which week, was brilliant. Um, yeah, brilliant for all the wrong reasons, but brilliant nonetheless. Um, this week is Henry VIII. It is. No, I couldn't find any facts about Henry VIII. Oh, could you not? Uh, so what I did was I just did a fact about Henry V and Henry III. I thought we could add them together. <laughs> okay. Have you actually? No. no I did mean to do it. For the purpose of a joke, you just yeah. didn't say that. But this is what I'm saying. This is how, like, I, I genuinely, I think there's something wrong with me. So today I thought of that brilliant idea, but I just didn't, I didn't have you the energy. Didn't do it. I just sat it. and cried instead. Oh, okay. You're all right. You're no, no. I, I might need to. Yeah, this might turn into the Get Facts Counseling podcast. <laughs> um, can I charge you ridiculous amounts of money for it? Um, yeah, go on yeah. then. Yeah. And like, show you, like, drawings and say, what does that look like? Yeah, and I'll say um, um, it looks like Henry VIII. Okay, well. Was, oh, when was he born? Was it the 21st <laughs> of June, yeah. 1491, was it? No, you're, you're, you're looking at my notes. 28th of June, 1491. Yeah. Henry VIII was born. Um, there's loads of and details on him. So do you, I'm do you know why they called him that? Well, they called him Henry VIII? Yeah. Is it because he was the 8th Henry? Exactly. Yeah, yeah do did get that. Um, there's loads of details on him, so I thought I'd just like skim over his life, basically. Oh, right. Six wives. Six wives, yeah. Well, again, we'll Did come not get along with the monasteries. Um, yeah, that's true. Anything else you want to add? Before? I like the um, fact you know more about this. You've put more input into this week's than you did last week's, which was your own. Last week's, I knew loads about it. This one, I just know loads anyway, because I'm a bit of a history buff. Um, what, so, yeah, so Hitler, you should have been all over that then. Yeah, I was. It was last week, as testament to. <laughs> okay. He was King of England from the 21st of April, um, until his death. Do you know how old he was when he died? 34. He was older than that. He was mm-hmm. 55 when he died, in 1547. Um, 
Now his brother, his brother would have been king before him. Yeah, Henry the Seventh. I don't, I don't, he wasn't called Henry, but he, his brother died when he was fifteen, so it just meant that Henry yeah. took the reins. Um, yeah, good joke. There, I like that. Henry took the reins. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> that was literally no fun intent. Uh, just so the listener gets it, that reins, <laughs> um, like when you reign over a country, and reign is in the reins of the horse that you're driving. Yeah. Anyway, um, so like you said, he's best known for his six marriages. Could you name? He's not best known. Why? Why start out with fucking bollocks? What's he best this known is, for then? Apart from his six marriages, uh, Church of England. Right. All right. Yeah. Does that? But again, that's relating to the marriages, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not what he's best known for. That's like saying, um, they couldn't get his marriage oh, annulled. That's like saying, oh, um, oh, nice one for making that sandwich for me. I'll forever remember you for taking the butter out the fridge. Not no. It's it's not, no, you it's remember not, him. It's not anything like that, is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Really? Remember it's him not. for the good thing he did at if the end. If he went out onto the streets and said, Henry VIII, tell me something about him, what would they say? Loves the wives. He said, didn't let the monasteries threw chicken legs over his shoulder at banquets. That's not true, by the way. And once, gave a dog a cyanide pill and shot the puppies. Yeah, that harks back to uh, your Hitler bollocks that you yeah. said last week. Um, could Did, you could you name his wives, by the way? Could you name the six? Yeah. Because I couldn't. Agatha, Tabitha, Philippa, Sue. <laughs> not quite. Um, yeah. And with two of them called Anne. Yeah. Catherine. <laughs> How many Catherines are there? Ah, fuck. Was there... Was there two Catherines there as well? Three Catherines. three Catherines. I wanted to say that, but that would be half Catherines then. So, there was two Anne's, three Catherines. Yeah, um, and Mary? No. Two Anne's, three Catherines. I only need one more, don't I? Yeah. Because um, yeah, he had six wives. Mary, um... There's people probably shouting, um, shouting this now, listening. Claire? <laughs> no, Jane. Jane. Jane of Green Gables. Jane Seymour. Seymour, Seymour. Um, Seymour. What do you see? Um, do you know, obviously, the rhyme to remember how they all met their death, met the maker? Um, yeah, but it's not really a rhyme, is it? Um, it's divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived or summoned. Yeah, spot on, exactly. Is that it right? Yeah. Catherine of Aragon, divorced. Anne Boleyn, um, beheaded. Jane Seymour died. Anne of Cleves, um, divorced. Catherine Howard, uh, beheaded. And Catherine Parr, survived. Mm. So, so the first one was divorced. Yeah, and that's the whole Church of England stuff. Oh, right. He wanted to annul the marriage, Pope wouldn't approve, so he just went, I'm going to do my own thing, boss, do you? Why did he beat him? On what grounds? Um, different reasons, which I can get into for some of them. Oh, go on then, only for some on. of them. Uh, yeah. This is what I, you're again, like when I'm doing what you're no, like, some of them. No, like I say, I'm, I'm going, if I, we could be here all day, it's supposed to be 30 minutes, this. Oh, right, yeah, and I am quite right. tired, so snap, snap. Exactly. Um, things you may not know about Henry VIII. Turkey legs. He used he, to love them. He was a late riser. So he loved a lion. Uh, most mornings he didn't get up until eight. And I thought, eight's pretty early. In the evening? No, 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 no. Uh, but apparently that was considered late at the time. I don't know if people got up at five, six. I don't know what people were doing. Well, you would have done, yeah. In the Tudor times. In the, you, you'd get up at that time with the cockerel. Right. Because the old-fashioned alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, you might need to practice your farm animal noises <clears throat> again. Uh, once you did get up, you preferred uh, hunting or hawking, which I believe is like falconry, yeah. over the business of governing. Um, in the evenings, he would spend time dancing, gambling, or playing cards. Hawking, isn't that like when you're a shay when you go around selling dodgy stuff? I don't know, is it? It might maybe yeah. in Stockton. Shay talk. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and he was considered good-looking, um, despite the misconceptions about his health. So when he was younger, mm-hmm. he was into like jousting and stuff. So mm-hmm. he was actually in good shape. It was only like later on in life that he like piled on the weight. Oh, very um, really. He was over six foot tall, um, and due to his hobbies of hunting, I'd say he was in good shape. He also had reddish goldish hair, which apparently the ladies loved. Um, a description of him at the time was that he. Um, he was um, the most handsomest man I've ever set eyes on, with an extremely fine calf to his leg. Mm. So, yeah, that was one description of him. Because I've heard it said before that you look a bit like Henry VIII. Um, I think it's been said as a as a joke in the past. Right. But, um, yeah, take take from that what you will. Um, historians argue uh, that Henry was a hypochondriac. He's like you, Johnny. Oh, I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm genuinely that. Well, I'm not... I'm, on one hand, I'm not a hypochondriac because I'm like completely in denial. Right. Uh, and on the other hand, I just think I'm fucked. Have you always had that mole? Which one? That one there. Which one there? <laughs> Is there a mole there? Point proven. Is there a mole there? No, there's not a mole there. No. There you go. Jesus, panicking. Um, basically, at the time... He... I thought you were going to go to the base of your rollers then. I was going to say, slow down. Uh, there was something called the sweating sickness. Yeah. I think you're just like piss, pissing out your pores like... 24-7. And obviously the plague as well. Yeah. So, um... Did he live through the plague? I th- uh, yeah. Um, oh, he doesn't like it when the shoe's on the other <laughs> foot, listener, does he? Uh, basically, yeah. Do you not remember was, our episode we did on the plague? It was. Would we not have mentioned him then? I don't know. You did the episode. Have we already done this episode, listener? We've not done this. Anyway, when there was a severe wave of the sweating sickness between 1517 and 1518, there's a fact for you, right? Yeah. He left London for nearly a year. Oh. Right? When one of his uh, partners, uh, Anne Boleyn, caught the sweating uh, sweating sickness in 1528, he stayed away from her until it passed. Um, they didn't get married until 1533, so oh. he sort of kept a wide berth of over there. Sort of... Uh, Got with um, So, yeah. Um, he put on a bit of timber, and I will go into detail of how he put on timber. You know, his, his weight and stuff. Sorry, that must sound awful with headphones. Um, but they've got suits of armour that he used to have. That he yeah. used to wear. And they measured it. Uh, he used to have a waistline that measured 32 inches in 1512. Alright, that's probably about me. Right, and it grew to 54 inches later in life. And um, by 1547, 29 stone he weighed. How do, how do we know that? Because they based on his ar- his armour, the size of his armour and stuff. Descriptions of him at the time. How do they, yeah, how do you get it down to 29 stone? Well, I don't know how they gauge it. They, they can look at his waistband and be like, big bloke. Do you know what to do? Go on. Right. Here we go. The smirk <laughs> on his face. The smirk on your face tells me you don't know. No, no, this is dead true. Go on. Right. They, you start off, you get the suit of armour, you wear that. 
Right? Right, yeah. So you know what you're working with. Uh, right? That's like your zero. That's your yeah. like, so that was scales. 10 kilograms. So, yeah. Right? Then you fill it with spam. Right, okay. Right? You fill it with spam? Okay. Yeah, yeah, which My is... Because spam? spam is the same consistency as the human body. Right, okay. You're not dead taught anything at school in Manchester. <laughs> right? So you fill the suit up with spam. Yeah. Right, then you weigh it again. Right, right? Yeah. then you take off 10 because that's how much it weighed in the first place. And what you're left with is the weight of the man who would have worn the armour. Well, you should have played the jingle for that's clearly not a fact because that was utter shite. That's absolutely not shite. Anyway, he weighed nearly 29 stone, 1547. Um, he had ulcers on his legs and he had, tr- he had trouble standing and walking. So, oh. later on in life. And his last wife, Catherine Parr, was essentially his carer. Like Is his she the wife. one who the type that thing and chucked it on a hill? No, she survived. Is she? Yeah. Oh, right. Who was it that did the wheel with? I don't know. The Catherine wheel. Oh. Is, no, he's named after one of Henry VIII's wives. Is it? Yeah, the one called Catherine. I'm not sure about that. Anyway. Um... Now, he had a jousting accident in 1536. Yeah. So there was a tournament held at uh, Greenwich Palace. And the king, he was currently with Anne Bullen at the time. Sure enough. Um, well, she wasn't there, apparently, oh, at, right. the, at the gig. And he was 44 at the time, but fancied himself as a bit of a, you know, because he was still in shape, he used to do all his hunting. Yeah. And... Um, basically, he got knocked off his horse. Um, and the horse was wearing armour and that fell on top of him. Ooh, I bet the lady with him got fucked. Um, so this caused a leg injury that would um, like lead to the ulcers and stuff that I mentioned. Oh, right. Stopped him from walking. Um, he was unconscious for two hours and people thought he, he was dead or he was dying. Because at the time, that wasn't like, he didn't have St John's. Yeah, yeah. He had to come and sort you out. Would you not have had some kind of medical there, though? Um... Yeah, but it's probably like, you know, in Game of Thrones, where it's that bloke who does, like, guesswork. Oh, right, yeah. He brings back the mountain as some sort of weird zombie thing. Probably something like that, I'm guessing. Anyway, so when Anne was told about it, like, she was, like, really distraught, and she miscarried her son a few days later mm. as a result. And that was four months before she was beheaded. So some theories were like, since he got knocked off his horse, went a bit mad. He's got back um. in the head. And obviously this was like final nail in the coffin for him because he couldn't have a son. Um, but they're not too sure whether that would, would have been the case because they were saying he was quite an horrible person, obviously, to kill all these women and stuff. Uh, there was a monarch that killed the most men and women. He never had a um, son, did he? Uh, no, he did. We'll, oh, get did he? That. we'll get on to that. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, when he came round and he was, he was, when he recovered, he was told that his leg would fully heal, but it didn't. And... Um, Often it was like infected and stuff. Apparently it stunk. Apparently it like, imagine having like a smelly a, leg. A putrid like inner thigh. Uh, yeah. And eventually it needed to be opened up several times a day and sort of drained. Oh no, not, not good. Bit sick, yeah. yeah, I thought it was. That's no, no, I'm not enjoying it. this. <laughs> um, so it's, they reckon it's like a key incident in his life because he had to use a walking stick. And when he got with Catherine Howard, she was like 17 at the time. 
and she eventually became unfaithful and had a had a way with someone else. Whoa! So she strayed from a marriage, and they were like, "All right." I think he was like in his fifties at the time when he got with her, mm -hmm. but they're like, "Like he's he stunk, like his leg and that was pretty gammy." Mm. And he obviously couldn't do his exercises anymore. So oh, that's no. when he piled on the weight. Right. And that's where they started saying things went downhill for him. Um, yeah, he had wives and mistresses who discuss it in private and say that it stunk and it looked horrible. It's not nice, is it? No. Um, just if you're wondering, by the way, Catherine Howard had an affair with Thomas Culpepper. Oh, of Culpeper. course. Oh, Culpo. Culpo. And she Culpo. was beheaded for treason after the affair. Oh, right. She was locked up in the Tower of London. Um, the, and the night before her beheading, apparently, she spent hours um, practicing how to lie ahead perfectly. You know, like waiting to be like, oh, how am I going to sit in the. Alright. Yeah, apparently, she did that. It's not normal, is it? Today. No. I, th I thought kicking and screaming might have been the way forward. Yeah. Um, he had four kids. You mentioned his kids. Would you not? If he was on his deathbed, though, would you not let her off if she didn't want to fuck someone with a monkey leg? No, he wasn't on his deathbed, though. He was just, oh, Ill. Right. He was just, he was just ill with his leg, but he was fine. This was like later on. This was like yeah, years I, after. I don't let her go. Well, it's Henry VIII would do what he wants, can't he? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he fucked off the church. Um, he had four kids, Mary, Elizabeth and Edward were from his first three marriages. And Henry Fitzroy was born in 1519. Now, do you know what Fitzroy means? Um. Well, book called Roy. Fitzroy like means sensitivity. son of the king. Oh, right. So Henry Fitzroy um, was the son of his mistress, Elizabeth Blunt, a maid of honour to his first wife. Oh. So he recognised him as his own son and uh, said, yeah, I'll, uh, you can have my, you can have Fitzroy as a name. Oh. So he did have sons. Um, what about the other son, Edward, who was he? Uh, one of his other wives. So he was proper, and then Edward then came on to be the king? Yeah. King Edward. Well, Edward was nine when Henry VIII died. Right. So there's a lot of advisors. Yeah. That. 16 advisors, I believe, that's a fact. No. Um, Henry VIII is the only monarch to have ruled any part of Belgium. He captured the town of Tournai oh, in 1513, which at the time was part of France. He returned it to France in 1518. Who rules Belgium now? Yeah. What sort of question is that? <laughs> well, who's in charge of Belgium? Have they got a president or a... Probably got a prime minister, haven't they? Probably. Yeah. So I'm asking a stupid question. Right. If we compared the facts in your in last week's episode, yeah, and compare them here with this one. Right. Who's got the more facts? In yeah. There? But when did we have more fun? <laughs> well, when did you like even about little Bin Laden's bunker? Didn't you? I'm not even going there. Is it unbelievable? Um, all, he was also good at tennis. Henry I've VIII. heard that. But it was called real tennis, which had different court lines and stuff. Uh -huh. That was like the original, that was like the old school tennis before, like the one Andy Murray does. Sir Andy Murray does. Unbelievable. They used to, um, what's unbelievable? What's unbelievable? Sir Andy Murray. Yeah. He's good good night. Isn't that not a good thing? No. Oh, right. For, for doing what? A bit of tennis? Well, yeah, but a bit of football, a bit of boxing, a bit of acting. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying everyone should have one. I'm saying he shouldn't yeah. have one. Right. Um, you know what you should do though, if you don't agree with that decision. What? Go and um, save up all. You know when you have an orange. Yeah. Save up all the little bits of orange skin that you take off. Yeah. 
and just save them and save them and save them until you've got like, know, like a room full. <laughs> and then, a room full. And then on his next tennis gig, yeah. right, what you do is you sneak in the night before. Sneak right? into Wimbledon. Sneak into Wimbledon. With a room full of orange peel. <laughs> a room full of oranges, yeah. Oranges and, now? No, no, just the skin, orange yeah. Peel, and you yeah. put it down. Yeah, I'm not mental. <laughs> and you put it down on the floor for where the tennis match is. Right. And then they'll all come in the next day and they'll say, what the fuck is this? What have you done? And you'll say, well, <laughs> I don't agree with your decision. So I've uh, brought you to a court of appeal. It's a sort of level of appeal, isn't it? Do you, do you get yeah, that? Yeah, I, I do get it. Was it worth the five-minute ruse? Sort of the, the journey you took us on. I'm just trying to pad it out, mate. Sorry. You know, crack on, fact away. Another thing about Henry VIII. Ooh, oh, sorry, people are booing. No. <laughs> he was a good dancer, apparently, as was his daughter, Elizabeth I. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know what sort of dancing they did. Do you reckon he was, like, breakdancing? Yeah, and she was actually, if you get with it a bit, mate, she was called Lizzie One. <laughs> Lizzie Uno. Yeah. Well, she wouldn't have been called the first, would she? She'd just been called Elizabeth. Yeah. Old Lizzie. Um, also, he employed a fool or a, a jester. Um, yeah. Go on, then. And do you know what his jester was called? Uh, Justin. Justin Jesters. No. Justin Jesterson. William Summers, or Will. Um, and he was the best known jester of Henry VIII. He was born in Shropshire, employed by the king in 1525. Um. In relation to Henry's leg injury, it was said that only Summers could lift his spirits. Oh. That's nice, isn't it? Isn't that nice? It's lovely, that. So he did have a friend, after all. He did, he had a friend. Um, and despite his popularity with the king, he did get into trouble, and the king threatened to kill him with his own hands uh, ten years later in 1535. Oh, uh, what did he do? He called Princess Elizabeth, his daughter, a hmm. bastard. No. Oh. And he called Queen Anne a, a ribald, which is someone who indulges in lewd acts, apparently. Mm-hmm. A ribald? A ribald, yeah. R-I-B-A-L-D. Is yeah. That right? So, yeah, apparently... Brings a whole new meaning to biscuits, doesn't it? Well... Well, that goes off every now and then. It hasn't done that for a while, has it? Yeah, why? Why? Why, 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 why over my bit and not yours? Right. That's sad music. Yeah. Uh, and when Henry VIII died, he stayed on, the jester. Kept the gig. Did he? Kept it with, uh, I think, when after uh, Ed- uh, Edward, because he was that young, they gave it to Elizabeth and she cracked on for a bit and he was there still. No, right. So how long did the gifts stay there for now? Oh, ages. Ages. At least 15 years, I want to say. 15? Not a bad gig, is it? No. Uh, Henry died at the age of 55 on the 28th of January, uh, 1547, in the Palace of Whitehall. On what would have been his father's 90th birthday. Oh, right. Obesity likely um, hastened his death. He, he alleged... Yeah, but wasn't that... That was a good innings for them days, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. You all right? No, I'm very cold. I was just checking my, the temperature of my nipple. He's just rubbing himself. Yeah. Um, he allegedly uttered his last words, monks, 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 apparently he said. Yeah, right. Was that like girls, girls, girls? or? Yeah. Monks, monks, monks. Monks, monks, monks. Yeah, I think he said it like that. Um, so that was my just rambling of what's interesting about Henry VIII. Have you got any questions? Um, yeah, so I want more info on the uh, dissolution of the monasteries. 
Um, didn't really read into that, mate. A bit boring. Was it? Yeah. Was it really boring, or was that the best bit? No, it was proper boring. That. Uh, it was the first monarch to publish a book, though, because he had to write about it and why he was separate yeah. from the church. And even though he created the Church of England, it still had a lot of Catholic values, which are different from today's Church of England. Oh, did it? Like what? Pointing at your Francis. Yeah, because I'm a Catholic, so he points at me every time he mentions Well, him. I'm supposed to be. But don't don't say that in some parts of Northern Ireland. No. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll get yourself hurt, so you will. Um... So yeah, I didn't really go into detail about that. If someone wants, I mean, no one gives us a topic, so I can just do what I want, can't I? Yeah, so, you can. You're right. So if people did want to hear more about that, then I'm happy to do it. Yeah, well, I'm going to do one on the dissolution of the monasteries next. All right then. Well, that'll be that'll be fun, won't it? It will. Yeah. I've not finished yet, though, Johnny. Oh, you not? Um, you know the jingle. Play it. Yep, it's animals at work. Is it? I've got two little tidbits for you today. Well, and what's a tidbit? Is that um, a small furry vole-like creature? Um, the tidbit. I think it's what is in your pants. Uh, Merthyr tidbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that a place in Wales? Merthyr tidville. Merthyr tidbit. <laughs> when he looked at me then was like a sign of recognition that you got something right. Um, I've got two for you. So eels. Eels, eels, eels. Yeah. Uh, a certain species of eels from the uh, knife fish family from the Amazon River release steady bursts of up to 500 volts when alarmed. Uh, this source of hydropower energy was tapped into by, have a guess. Iceland. Nope. Henry VIII. Nope. What, what, what nation do you think has used eels? Well, southerners, but... It's, of course, Johnny, the Japanese. Right. And uh, basically, they use the electricity uh, from these eels to power Christmas tree lights. Oh, well, let's go. How did they start? Don't them? ask me how they did that. I don't know. Boom. Um, I don't know how they got it from the water into the lights. I don't know. But apparently, these eels. Why well, you not? just stick to electrodes. And... <laughs> just into the eels. Well, no, into the water and electrode and a cathode. Oh, okay. The water conducts electricity, so you get the eels kicking off. Right. And you're just Two plugs in, you'll be so fine. Think they put something in there that's trying to attack the eel, and it. No, no, it? there's just one bloke who's employed every now and then. He has to jump up and go boo, and give them a fright. Fair enough. Um, so that was the first animals at work. Second one is a seeing eye horse. All right, yeah. Um, basically, it's like a little tiny horse, only eighteen inches at the shoulder, tiny little thing, right? Yeah. Miniature horses, um, and they use them instead of guide dogs. Where? Uh, <laughs> where? Uh, in the US mainly at the moment, but becoming more popular. Well, why? Hang on, well, that can't be more cost effective. Ah, ha, ha, ha. you fell into the trap then, haven't you? So, the offer advantages that are making them more and more popular for the visually impaired. Firstly, their eyesight is better than that of dogs. Furthermore, they're far more cost effective in that they live to be 50 years old. $60,000 it costs to train a dog. Mm-hmm. That's dead by the time it's 15. Uh-huh. Same amount of money. Horse, 50 years old, so it is cost effective. Uh, they are fully house trainable and possess superior memory compared to traditional guide dogs. How come it costs the same amount to train a horse as it does a dog? Because they're saying that horses are a little bit more intelligent, they've got a better memory, and 
therefore they can do the same sort of training with it. Mm. Right? And because they've got better memories, they can do longer journeys and they can do more journeys. So if you're visually impaired, mm. it's better to have a horse the same. And some people are allergic to dog hair. And who doesn't like a little pony? Yeah, I'm I'm convinced that I think horses have got a nasty streak to them oh, sometimes. Oh, they have. If you've not got a, like a sugar cube to hand, I think it could see, be. No, that's what, I'm not being funny, and this isn't a joke. If you can't see where you're going, and <laughs> 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 you accidentally stand behind the horse, gonna kick it'll you. It'll boot you. It's only a little horse, though, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, but it's still going to work. It's still pack a punch, won't it? Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, Dave, don't shoot the messenger. That's just animals that work. Oh, I'm muted it. For fuck's sake, I try and do something nice. It's not the same when I fuck it up first time round, is it? It's not. Um, so there you go, that was another episode in the back. Sorry, it's been a while since we've done that one. It's been a while since you've uh, blown the cobwebs off that one. Yeah, I um, like that one. We're two years old today, aren't we? We are, yeah. This is our two-year birthday. Um, it'll be two years in a week when this recording comes out. Yeah. But we're two years old today. So, happy birthday to us and our little toddler self, dribbling and pooing on it on ourselves still, and as at each other. Yeah. Um, we will be recording a different time, different time of the week next week. Yeah, we're going to record on Sunday. So we might be a little bit drunk. Yeah, so we've got to make sure we're still able to form sentences. Yeah, because we're going to the pub, aren't we? Yeah. We'll and we, and we might be doing a periscope. Yeah, not that anyone will be interested. Not that anyone ever watches, but if you do, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and we are creeping up to the 100th episode. We are, yeah. So we'll be at episode 100 and two years old within a couple of weeks of each other. So that will be a special. We'll have to get the gang together, such as Liam, such as Jay. We'll have to get them together and sort out some recording. Yeah. Um, Johnny, we're on Twitter. Where can people find us on Twitter? Um, at GetFactCast. They can email us. What is the email address? GetFactCast at gmail.com. It's not the same when you have to think about it. Um, we're on Acast iTunes everywhere, really. And um, yeah. anything else? Oh, do I need to bother? No. Leave a fucking review. Yeah, leave a review. I've worked like it out. No, I've worked it out. By the time we hit episode 100, right, you fuckers, I'll have had 50 hours. 50 hours. And that's not even including the time that I put into editing this masterpiece so it's as smooth as it is. And fucking believe me, it could be a hell of a lot worse. It, honestly, I know you don't believe that any time goes into this, but just leave a fucking review. It does, doesn't it? I have to actually, like, at work, make notes. Yeah, because you're not allowed to print things, are you? No, I'm not allowed to print things. Like Shoddy. contracts and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, guys. And um, join us again next week when we will be drunk. Listen out for that. Bye. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.